All right, Jersey, Judah, once again, back, nighttime, 1033. I'm not trying to do this longer than an hour. This is, in fact, my third and final time that I will attempt to record this for some fucking reason. Um, This thing loves to exit on its own. So my recorder's been stopping on and off for like the past, I don't know, hour now. And I'm really losing patience. I'm not going to do an introduction. If y'all been listening, you know what it is. Jersey Judah, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm not going to play much of any sound effects because maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. But all I know is at this point, I'm ready to play this video, go through it and be done with it. All right. So. Black Pill, Philosophy of a Victim. This episode is called The Black Pill Brick Wall, and I will tell you why in a second. But let's play the video. What about his looks? Would you mind if he was AI kid? Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't think looks are very good anyway, because uh, the man is too wrapped up in himself. And looks do help. But um, I think the most thing is kindness and gentleness. I mean, it's... Would you marry an ugly man? I've married one. <laughs> What's going on, powerful people? And welcome to today's episode of Level Up, your weekly show in which we discuss self-improvement, personal development, stoicism, dating, and everything what comes to mind and makes your life a little. Okay, so this this would be, by definition, I'm sure this guy, for some, something tells me that this guy is against all of the pills thing, but he's already mentioned self-improvement, he's mentioned development, he talks about stoicism, so this is the closest thing to the red pill without being the red pill. This would almost be like traditional red pill. Before all the PUA shit, but who knows? Maybe he's a PUA. Who knows? Easier. My name is Benjamin. I'm hosting this show. And today we're discussing one of the most toxic mindsets that I have ever seen, which is to make it short, the black pill movement. (laughs) And yes, I know I will get an awful lot of hate for this, but one dude commented an awful lot under my wing. Well, one of the reasons you'll probably get hate is because you consider it a movement. And the only reason why I stick up for the black pill is because I understand that I understand the misconceptions. Black pill, red pill, these pills are not movements. Okay, they're not funded by a political party. And they're not established movements like feminism. Feminism is established from the left. And it is, in fact, a movement. There is a movement behind it. There is a huge following of it. Feminism, I'm talking about. The black pill doesn't have that. The red pill, to an extent, doesn't even have that. And even if it did, it's still not a movement. With his black pill mentality. And I just had to discuss this. I couldn't leave it standing like this. I stopped arguing with him after a time. But for the sake of this video, I'm going through his comments again. 
to see what he's up to, what he's thinking, what he thinks this world is all about and how he thinks women really operate. So let's get right into it. All right. The black pill brick wall. What do I mean by this? <clears throat> well, women have a wall. A lot of people will say, well, when a woman reaches 30, she hits the wall. When a woman can no longer have kids, she hits the wall. When a woman no longer has the attraction that she used to have, she hits the wall. When a woman is no longer in shape the way that she was beforehand, she hits the wall. All of these are, in fact, true. But what about the black pill? And what about their wall? Their wall is a structure that they've created, that they've built themselves as a barrier to prevent themselves from development. So their wall is unnatural. The woman's wall is natural. Women get older, and in most cases, when the women that get older, they lose their attraction. The men, pretty much, it's pretty much the opposite. And it's not just the looks things for men, it's the work, it's the ethics, it's the man being somewhere, doing things, being active. And the women, when they're 30, they almost have to be active when they hit the wall. Because they don't have a husband. They don't have a man to take care of, or they don't have a man that, that will take care of them. So they're still working. And trust me, I work around some of these women. They're miserable. And it's funny. It's such a weird and interesting dynamic, right? Because you'll meet guys and you can tell that they're single because they're happy. They're not complaining about nothing. They don't really have that much things going on. When it comes to a lot of the women, when the women aren't, when the women are single, they're not really miserable but they're not really happy either. It's hard to describe it. They can be content, but they're usually not happy. They're not jolly. Um, a married guy is almost the same. A married guy is miserable. A married guy is the female version, except the female is miserable because she's single. The guy is happy because he's single, especially with shit going forward today. So the men that hit that, sort of black pill brick wall that black pill you know doomer mentality it becomes this obstacle like I said because of their insecure uh, their insecurities their low self-esteem and the fact that they're weak-minded they'll they'll never get to that point to where they'll actually develop within that's like finding the the problems solving the problems from within that's essentially self-development. I didn't even put two and two together until just now. Because I always talk about, you know, people that have problems within, they look outward for solutions. And the problem, the solution from the problem is the same place where the problem is at, from within, right? And that idea, when you decide to put people aside and everything else around you aside and focus on bettering yourself, you will have a result, but it's not going to be overnight. And that's the that's the problem. A lot of these black pillars, a lot of these guys were former followers 
of pickup artists and dating coaches. It's just a lot of their information did nothing for them because once again, they're looking for outward sources to solve the problems from within. So let's get through this music and let's go through these fucking, uh, let's, let's go through uh, what this guy has to talk about. So on my looks maxing video in which I talked about how looks maxing simply isn't everything that you can do and simply isn't that thing that you should focus on completely because let's face it yeah having a nice face or something like that a good body is great but most of these things are simply not within your reach to change you can't change your face just like that so bothering with looks maxing for so long is simply and also like i said i think i said this in the last episode Going over a lot of these uh, black pill guys, they are fascinated with um, face ratings. They like to rate. They like to rate celebrities and popular YouTubers for their channels. Not all. I mean, the most noticeable guy for the people that know you would know Wheat Waffles. He's like the top guy in that category of the black pill, where he talks about the perfect jawline and you know the the idea and, and look looks maxing is something that's legit i don't know why or how black pill guys started to bring up looks maxing because from definition alone that's red pill shit it's self-development shit it's not it's not looked at like you can't look at that and say oh well yeah you know black pill guys yeah, they're about self-development. No, not by reputation. Not by reputation, man. I mean, look, when you have guys like um, Elliot Roger, that name connected to that to the black pill, there's no, there's no normalizing the black pill. The red pill has been normalized, whether people realize it or not. Even politicians to an extent, use the term red pill. Our news anchors use, oh, this person was red pilled on this and that. So it's already a thing. But the black pill will never be that. The black pill will be a thing, but it will always be looked at as negative. And it's a lot of their, it's a lot of the things they talk about. They're not about self-development. They're just about, a lot of them are just about bitching and complaining. Let's be honest. Just obsessing over absolutely nothing. What you can instead do is improve yourself, become more confident, become happier, become more successful, make a career. Confidence only comes from results. This is something that black pill, definitely black pill content creators will agree with me with this one. Confidence is based on results. A person, a person who acts confidence who acts with confidence is only putting on a act. He's not truly confident in himself. He's just been told by enough people to be confident. But if he has no positive results, where would that confidence come from? He would need to develop. This is self-development. He's not just going to go from looking at the ground and, and, and not giving eye tag, not giving, excuse me, not giving eye contact to one day just going into a room and eyeing women down and approaching women. It's just not going to happen. 
But like I said, this is how pickup artists get their money from these type of men. They aim at the weak. Become a bit more educated. All of these things make you a lot more attractive to women. But the Blackpool movement says, well, it's all about the looks. It's just about how you look and that's everything. If you don't look like a 10 out of 10, then you'll probably never get a woman. And let's face it, that's just wrong. So let's actually get into his first comment, which says, you're a moron. It's about your face and not how you act. Guys like you will probably never realize females don't give a damn about who you are, what you do, or any of your interests. They go along with it. And it's... That's based on, that could be subjective. And I'm not going to say that that's false, what he's saying. But when it comes to the point, it doesn't matter what a man does. Yeah, it does matter what a man does. This high value shit, it's been going on. This is a three-year-old video, so this isn't that old. But the high value shit's been going on for a while now. So, and and this is what I understand. And this is this is a point that I've made before in the past. If a guy's average looking and he didn't get women before, but then he started focusing on himself, working, getting a career, starting to get the things that he wants by saving, things of that nature, and then the women start popping up, those guys aren't going to have a positive, they're not going to really have a a positive uh, reaction for that. Because what that solidifies to the man is what that man is as a person means nothing. But what that man is when it comes to resources and reputation is everything for a woman. So it isn't it isn't based primarily on looks, but looks would be the best way to go. But you don't buy looks. You either have it or you don't. You see what I'm saying? So some guys some guys, all guys would really have to do is get into shape just to have at least a better opportunity or a better window of options, right? But some guys just don't want to do that. They want to live and act like a bitch. Oh, why can't a woman love me for me? Stop acting like a hoe. That's a, that's hoe shit. That's hoe speech. Men that talk like that should be incarcerated. I'm sick of it. Because they like the way you look. Good-looking guys are blind to females' true nature because of the experience that are different than regular guys. This was just to give you a sense of what he's all about and how he thinks about the dating life and so on and so forth. In my own experience, I've seen plenty of guys that are looking pretty good that are still doing fairly badly with women because they simply don't know how this dating game works. They haven't read any books on it. They didn't improve themselves. Yeah, they look good, but that's it. In my opinion and in my experience, just looking good doesn't really get you any further. Yeah, I'm not denying that looking good. I'm going to have to strongly disagree for a multitude of reasons. It's safe to say that both men and women are visual, meaning we see we like what we see. And if we like what we see, that's what we are attracted to, right? The only difference is, and this is a major difference, and this is the 80-20 dynamic. This is the whole dating, uh, the online dating shit, right? 
the women who are considered undesirable will, will still have opportunities for sex. And some of them still have an opportunity for relationships. The problem is these women aren't satisfied with the options for relationships. So they'll just get pumped and dumped by the more attractive guy and have a ego to go along with it. The men who are the undesirable guys, they're at the bottom fighting their way to the top or fighting their way to the next level, however they can. Most guys, they back up and say, fuck it, it's over. Now, there's two ways to look at this. I brought this up, matter of fact, a year ago, actually. Um, When it comes to the black pill, when you throw in the towel, when guys throw in the towel, the one way of looking at it is the guy didn't give up on himself. He gave up on the idea of relationships. He gave up on the idea of what dating is because all dating is It's a woman getting a free meal and the possibility of her just pretty much using you for that alone. Or worse, she wills you along and has you believe that you have an opportunity to sleep with her. Next thing you know, you're on the fifth date. What the? And you know she getting pumped and dumped on the side. She getting sperm splashed. You know what I mean? She's getting all the tender sauce is really helpful in the beginning. I'm not denying that looking good makes your life a lot easier, but I'm saying looking good is definitely not everything. And if you believe that looking good is the one and only thing that defines your life and that you just lost in life because you don't look good, and this is one of the worst toxic victim mentalities that I have ever seen. But let's continue with it toxic victim mentality. I agree, but I think there's a better way to go about it. And at the same time, based in the video in the beginning, by the way, it's like an old, it's an old clip from like the sixties and these sort of like traditional, more like earthly type of women. And I mean, and I mentioned the term earthly in a, in a good way, meaning green, meaning fresh, right? meaning un, you know, unravished, right? Women, more productive, right? More feminine, more friendly women. And how they pretty much stated that, you know, looks to them didn't matter. It was about personality and a guy is going to listen if a guy is going to care. Now, this is an old clip. And a lot of these women were telling the truth because there wasn't all this access to miscellaneous dick that these bitches have today. They have access to miscellaneous dick, so they become promiscuous strumpets. And they enter the meatpacking district, and they get packed out. Up and down, left and right, side to side. Flip it and reverse it. She gets gets completely... Like her, her use, her use as a worthy woman to a man. And I'm not even trying to be disrespectful when I say this. It's just the facts. Her use as a worthy woman to a man is at an all time low when she is doing nothing but sleeping around with guys 
and not even establishing relationships. She doesn't even know what she wants because every chance she gets, she just want to go out there and get that attention and get that praise and get that validation at all costs. Bad publicity is still publicity to these wannabe celebrity cunts. Not all, not all, but most. Then I told him that I actually got made fun of when I was younger. It's not that I looked drastically different. In fact, my face structure and everything was already set up, but people still made fun of me. And there was this one chick, which was really an absolute dick, retrospectively speaking. So I was somewhat into her and we chatted a bit and she was slightly guiding me into the direction of asking her out. So I did. What did she do? Well, she made fun of me. She huh. told me she had a boyfriend and that she would never go out with me. Beta male. You're eliminated, sir. That's what happened. You're eliminated. What a sad way to live, man. That's fucked up. What a sad way to live. She played the nigga. That's fucked up. <laughs> she played you, man. She played you, man. Mission failed. We'll go next time. She played you, man. That's not good, man. It's not good at all. Played you like a fiddle. Dumb fucking Okay. No bueno. These are the experiences that you have to go through. That's just life. Some people are douchebags, others are not. There are two possibilities that I had at that point. Number one, I could say, okay, let's buy into the black pill mentality, which wasn't really a thing back then, but just say, okay, all the women are pricks. All women are the same. I'm the victim right here. I got me. For people that don't believe and I'm not saying that he's one of them because I really don't know nothing about this guy much, which is why I'm not interrupting as much as I usually do. Um, for people to believe that a variation of the black pill does not never existed and it was just this black pill thing was just the first sort of doomer thing. And you know, the term doomer was actually before the black pill, if I'm not mistaken are traits of the doomer was out there before the black pill existed. So, and even the people who are red pill or the people who identify with the red pill can understand to an extent that mindset of the doomer, sort of the, you know, typical job, 40 hours a week, always on time, always, you know, checking the schedule, the routine, sort of this robotic state that a lot of men, so I, I, I would assume a lot of the men today find themselves in, a lot of the younger men, the, 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 the young men who are becoming men, I should say, they find themselves in that sort of box where they're free in the world, but they're confined to that box, whether it's a job career, something that they don't like, or it can even be something that they like. They like it, but it becomes too much of a, how can I say, it becomes too much of a routine. 
every now and then, and I always, I, I give this, this is like a weird, weird kind of advice, but I always suggest people to change things up a bit. And it sounds crazy, and this is going to sound crazy, even if it means driving a different way to work. Or, you know, choosing the time of the day and just meditate. Don't listen to anything. Just sit silently in your car and just meditate. The small things, and this is coming from me, the small things are legit what matters the most. Everybody looks at the big things in life and the only thing that makes it big is our judgment of it being big. To other people, it's probably small, a microcosm. But to us or to just the individual, it's big or it's important to us, right? And there's that there's that point of getting to know thyself and know who you are and know what you're interested in, know what you're not interested in, and not be lost in these thoughts and these ideologies and these these groups. It can even go as far as separating yourself from certain content creators and what people would consider to be red pill or what people would consider to be black pill and just learn to have a more worldly perspective. And I remember last year talking about planning on getting more political and how I wasn't going to do it for the next five years. And then I just said, fuck it. You know, this time around, I'm pretty much not going all the way in politically, but, you know, I've changed uh, the way that I, I would put content together because I don't want to be stagnant and I don't want to feel that I am just sort of confined to this red pill manosphere talking space. I'm more capable of that. My conversational value is more important than that. And that's just how I look at it. But when it comes to this black pill shit, I honestly think that the black pill, the only way that, and most of these guys, and like I mentioned Wheat Waffles, because his story about becoming black pill is pretty much what I addressed earlier. He was a guy that was following pickup artists. He spent money on all this shit. He got the harsh realities of realizing that looks matter But also there's that balance that you have to have where you know that looks isn't looks ain't everything, but looks is definitely most of the core attraction of a woman. A woman notices you more when you are good looking. So for a guy to say two things, number one, the black pill never existed until recent. That's wrong. There has been a variation of it, whether it's Doomer, whatever the fuck they called it. That existed. It's the same fucking thing. Nothing's new under the sun. It's just a different name. That being said, even even MGTOW was still a thing. But MGTOW was Ghost Nation or Ghost and that's what or forgot what they called it. It was something before MGTOW, but it was still MGTOW. Alright? So there's really nothing new under the sun. Enough, and that's it. I could just cave in and become the small little ball that is just thinking how miserable life really is. Or what I could also do 
is start reading books, start learning, start improving, start growing, start actually becoming more confident and try to understand how and why things work. And that's exactly what I did. Then he replies back to me, but you're older now and not in the same position. Some of us are older and nothing we do makes any difference. You aren't invisible or matchless, so you don't know how impossible it feels to try and get someone. A short little break on the side. Please click the like button for me. I really appreciate it. Video will continue in three, two, one. Then I replied with the only thing that came to my mind and asked him what he actually changed. What did he actually do? What did he try to get woman? Why is he failing so miserably? So I asked, what did you do to make a difference? You read books on psychology, women and dating? You moved to another city or even country because you might fit in there better? You worked on yourself? Which I think it's a weird it's a weird thing. Because, like, for me, you know, books can be useful, but the book of life is always the most important book. That's why there's a street smart and there's a book smart. If you're book smart, it's fundamental if you think about it more so than street smart street smart only benefits criminals and i've said this i think i've said this before but being street smart only benefits criminals if you're a straight edge type of guy but you're street smart that's just you being more self-aware of your surroundings if you're not if you're not like going with the crime pays motto with that street culture or street credibility, it doesn't mean nothing. So this idea, even even to a point to where you as a man, you need to read a book and learn more about women, it's idiotic. And I'm not giving any advice, but from my personal perspective, in order for you to know about women, you would actually have to know women. A book's not going to a book may give you like, you know, what to expect, I guess, if that's your thing. I think most guys would would just say, fuck it and would just say, all right, I'm just going to go out there and see what happens. And then from that point, the guy knows, like, OK, he takes a loss. A woman doesn't find him interesting. A woman doesn't want to talk to him. He says, cool. You know, he takes, you know, he takes his, he takes one on the chin and he keeps it pushing. A lot of these black pill guys, they've either never experienced it because they never went out there and, 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 and like took the risk or they're like kings of rejection, which they constantly go out there and try to establish something or constantly put in the friend zone, constantly being the emotional tampon, constantly being the shoulder to cry on, constantly being the big brother. No bueno, basura, despicable. An absolute huge thing, which you probably know if you're watching this channel, you work on your career because status is very interesting and attractive to women too. You worked on a passion project of yours which also makes you more interesting. Status is very similar to money. And what status represents essentially is money. 
So if a woman likes a man for his quote unquote status, that status comes with money. I don't know why status is so separate from money, but I think status is just a reputation and status is just the sort of it's the excuse for the money. You feel me? So if the man has looks, money and status, his status is going to come with the money more than the money coming with the status. So if a man makes a hundred, he makes over $150,000 a year. Most women don't give a fuck what the man is doing. He makes enough money. That's a reality. Guys, on the other hand, guys will be successful. Guys will have a lot of money and date bum ass bitches that are attractive. He may be at an office working 10 hour days, sometimes 12 hours on the weekend. His girlfriend can work retail for 24 hours a week and still bitch about it. What the? That's how guys are. Women are different. It's not they're they're primarily nowadays. Just like I said, I mentioned before with the high value men. And I mentioned this a while back where a lot of the blue collar men are essentially pushed aside. And I'll go as far as saying that the 80 percent are probably primarily blue collar men. And see, a lot of situations don't break down to looks, but looks are either overlooked or underlooked. When it's overlooked, you'll have pickup artists and guys tell you that looks really don't matter. But those are the guys that are teaching men how to get women. And these guys are in good shape and these guys are legit. So it's always mixed messages. But status really is. If anything, um, looking at it realistically, status is money. And money, money is the medium where, like I said, if a man's making enough money, what he's doing for a living doesn't mean shit at that point to a woman. He just has a lot of money. Oh, look at that car. You know, the gold digger videos. Like it just that's what it reminds me of. He can pull up in a Bentley and the woman don't care if he's a dentist, he's a lawyer or a drug dealer. That's facts. You actually talk to an awful lot of women just to get a sense of how women really operate or whether it was just this one woman that dumped you. You changed yourself instead of saying women have to like me the way I am. Then I actually checked out his YouTube channel and he has some videos uploaded, which I'm not going to display in full right here because I want to give this dude a little bit of anonymity and I skimmed through them and he actually doesn't look that bad. He looks pretty normal, if not even quite interesting. Yeah, he's not a... Most guys are like that. It's fucked up to say it. Like, most guys today just have sh They have no fucking confidence in themselves. Zero. A lot of the young men today, a lot of them are weak. They never gotten in a fist fight. And I'm not saying to go out there and start a fight club. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. But, you know, they didn't grow up how a lot of us grew up. And it's funny because 
like Gen X will say the same about millennials. And me being a millennial, I'm saying that about Generation Z. Although all of them aren't like that, but it's a growing number of those that are. So just me growing up, I've just experienced what like childhood is like and, and being a boy and becoming a teenager and then understanding like adolescence and sort of getting my scars, taking my falls, but not never being locked up through the grace of God, never getting into too much bullshit. But I understand what it is to grow up and have a more logical, ethical sense of doing things, a more pragmatic mindset of doing things. But I wasn't always like this, obviously. If y'all go back a year ago, do me a favor when y'all get a chance and I'll check, I'll check the stats and see if anything changes. Listen to the video that I did a year ago. I did a video one year ago. Okay. Now this video, similar subject, different mindset. I was talking about a lot of black pill shit. I was talking about a lot of Doomer shit. I identified as a Doomer and a lot of ways to be truthful. I don't know how I pull it off, but I'm able to do it. I can still be a Doomer without being like depressed about it or anything like that. I'm actually happy with where I'm at in life without anybody. So my mindset last year compared to where I'm at this year is entirely different through the grace of God. Every year has became better in some way, shape, form, or fashion, right? Last year wasn't the case, right? Last year, and I was still, I was good. It was just, I guess, I, I my excuse was being depressed or whatever the fuck it was. But I knew it wasn't me. It was, it was in me. The problem was within me. But it wasn't me, meaning that's not who I normally am. And I was going through a lot of black pill content. And I came to the realization that, you know, there is some truth to a lot of what these people say. But I don't find it to be a good thing. Meaning, I don't think it's something that teens should never come across this content. And I don't mean my content. You should come across my content. If you're fucking 15 to 17 years old. And the reason why I say that is they listen to rap music and all this type of bullshit any fucking way. They might as well listen to something that could educate them respectfully. But, you know, all these men today, you know, with their childhood, their childhood is about being coddled. Their childhood is about not being offended. Their childhood is about finding um, safe spaces and and all this other bullshit. They're weak. Even the virgins, when I was growing up, the virgins were cooler. They just never dealt with they never they never dealt with women yet. There was guys in high school. I was seventeen when I lost my virginity, and I was a senior then. So I didn't think about women until like. 10th, 11th grade. 
And there were other guys like that, but they didn't have that appeal to them to where it was all about women and pussy. And with them and guys like me, even when it did happen, I was already like, it wasn't that I was like extremely comfortable around women. I just didn't have, I didn't have like the, the nerves or anything like that. It was just that some women, I can't really be, I can't be around them. When they start talking, it's just like, that's it. I don't want to deal with them. And I know with my conversational value, they they won't they, they don't have conversational value. And it's just small talk and meaningless shit. It's nothing really worth conversating about. It's just killing time. And that's what women are good at. When they come across the guy that they know that they can take advantage of, they will kill that man's time. And in the long run, kill that man's spirit. Of ten, but still, he's not looking horribly. He's completely fine, and I can guarantee you that with that looks, you can get a lot of women. At this point, my belief <laughs> is still that he's just a lot of women. very, very miserable. He has a terrible mindset, and this mindset prevents him from doing any advances. It prevents him from doing any progress. In the end, I advise him to well do something about it. And he replies, and now be warned, this is some tough shit right here. Oh boy. He said, Sweet. I did actually change myself and how I dress and act, but none of that matters. Sweet. So he elaborates that he changed himself, but he doesn't elaborate how he actually changed. And he changed the way he dress and act isn't really a conclusive statement. This could be just a very minor change, which in the end doesn't have a big impact. You Sweet. need to go through huge changes, especially if you're not doing good right now. If you have a bad mentality, bad mindset, if you're bad with women, then there's simply bad a lot of woman. stuff that you have to learn. That's just how it is. At that moment... Yeah, what's this guy... What's this guy? <laughs> What's this guy's accent? Like, where is he from, man? You guys know? Do you people know where this guy's from? He white. He a white man. He a white man. White liberal. Beta. I gotta get that. I gotta get that. Um. I gotta get that sound bite. I've been slacking with sound bites now that I think about it. But uh, to elaborate. Matter of fact, hold on, hold on. Let me play a little bit more. We're done with it and I stopped replying after that because he said, I don't bother with any of that career bullshit or anything of that crap. No I'm career. basically an alcoholic. No, I haven't spoken to a lot of people. <laughs> What's life, dude? I'm done. I'm sick. I'm sick of this shit. Like the guy's a self-proclaimed alcoholic. He says, fuck careers. I'm a bum. I'm an alky. I'm a I'm a wino. I hate life. Doomer. I'm telling you, this is gonna get bad. He's gonna talk about rope dancing, right? He's talking about skydiving with no parachute. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. You were talking about skydiving with no parachute. You know what I mean? This guy's about to eat a bullet. Shout out to Jim Norton. <laughs> you what? <laughs> he about to eat a bullet. I'm telling you, these guys, man. And it's sad. It's not. It's not even really funny. 
But it is because, you know, I'm a piece of shit and I like dark humor. So, like, a guy... Because, look, sitting back and complaining about the shit online isn't going to help you. And these guys, they don't realize that they identify with women and not even know it. And I'm about to prove it to y'all once again. Who else does the same thing, right? In terms of, you know, go out there... Like, they, they actually go out there and try to get attention and try to get praise from the opposite sex, but by talking about all the shit that they've been through. Who does the same thing? I'll let you think about it. Let's take your time. I'll let you think. It's the women. It's the women. It's the female. They, they, it's no different. They're just a female version of the women. The women go out there, they're telling themselves, they talk about the guys are this, the guys are doing that while displaying all of their bad behavior, while displaying their problematic behavior, while displaying their toxic femininity. Sure, the guys are doing the same thing. The TFL guys, they do the same thing. They sit back and rant about how they can't find women and how women aren't available or why women don't pay them attention. Niggas like me, I'll sit back and talk about why bitches ain't shit and why these young men need to stop complaining about these fucking women because they ain't nothing special and to stop putting these bitches on a pedestal. That's the reason why these bitches are out here acting snooty and acting all foul like they're acting now. What the? Tell these men to sit the fuck down somewhere probably next to none in the last five years because they have no interest in even noticing I'm there, let alone actually having conversations with me. So you're telling me you can't get woman, but you haven't talked to any of them in five? You can't get woman. You're telling me that you can't get woman. You can't get handjob? You can't even get a blowy? It's a, if he calls blowjobs blowies, that's foul. <laughs> you can't get blowy. You can't get hand job. You can't get woman. <laughs> Fucking yes. Are you serious right now? I'm seriously you hoping this is a blowy? troll or a harsh joke. Because if you're miserable for five years and you didn't change a thing if you think that pursuing a good career or doing something to improve your status is a waste of time then honestly no wonder you're still single and miserable and fed up i'm not young and yeah i probably don't look like other guys because i have shit appearance I can't change nice. it. There's nothing I can do to change Sweet. it. Because, like I said, face and body frame is all that matters. Telling me that working on all those Sweet. things is just trying to distract Mwah. from the truth. Bye bye. And that's that the appearance is the only thing that matters to females. Are you kidding me right now? Like seriously, bye bye. if this dude would have read any books at all on dating, on relationships, on psychology, books and like once again this guy it's not that I strongly disagree with him he's right on certain things but you can't just say one shoe fits all one book fits all one mentality fits all one lifestyle fits all we're all individuals we gotta find our way regardless 
you can give people insight, but you can't truly influence people to find their way. They're going to have to want to do it themselves. If it was that easy, nobody would be out here miserable. If things were great and if things were that easy, every man who would want to be married and had the money and resources to start a family would be able to start a family. There wouldn't be any back and forth, right? There would be zero back and forth. There would be a guy who's making a living, comes across a woman that he likes, and because he has what is necessary to take care of the woman, there's no ifs, ands, or buts, or conflict, or let me think about it, or let's take a break. Yeah, but that's not happening. And the reason why these pills are a thing, right? Because there's guys who are red pill and they're having problems with, with fighting women or dealing with women. So I don't think I don't I've learned throughout this whole journey, right? Of these pills, right? The pill perspective. I still remember that episode, the pill perspective. I'm able to look at things from all different, like even blue pill, right? Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. So that mentality of, you know, what I don't know won't hurt me is beneficial to those guys. And some of those guys benefit from it. Sounds fucked up, but it's true. You know, these guys, these betas, they're only seen as cash cows to the women. So as long as those guys continue to bring home the bacon, those women will stick around. They won't experience true pain and rejection until they lose the money and lose the income and lose the resources that they have. Because immediately after, they will lose the woman. Woman, and there are plenty of books on all of these topics, then he would know that what he's writing right there is simply not true. Not in my experience, not in most experiences, and not in all of those books that I've read. If you really think now, the honest question would be how do you know most people's experiences? You're in a different day and age now, my friend. You would have if you would have the majority be the teen demographic, then everything that that guy is saying would have some sort of accuracy to it. <coughs> but it's usually the guys that try to sell something. It's usually a guy that's trying to sell a book. It's usually a guy trying to sell a course that have this way, this sort of be optimistic way of thinking. Confidence is based on results. So in order to have results, the man would have to literally step out of that so-called comfort zone that he has and a man's failure is his comfort zone a man's laziness is his comfort zone a man's shallowness is his comfort zone i want y'all to pay attention to that what i just said the comfort zone you see how women are and i want to make this point quickly you see how women are like they don't have a particular comfort zone. They don't want a comfort zone with a man. 
they don't want a comfort zone with a man unless they are locked down in a relationship or a marriage. That's when they want the comfort zone. The comfort zone, they want the they want the tangles. They don't want the comfort zone. They want the chills, right? You know, they want the anxiety. They want the adrenaline. They want that excitement of not knowing what a man is going to do or what a man's going to say next. That's what the that's what the women seek. With guys, we seek comfortability because men, most men are already on their feet working about most of the day. So when they get the chance to not be, have to be super masculine, not have to be competitive amongst men, and he can be with his woman, the femininity of the woman is supposed to relax and soothe the man who's been working and been doing this and that all day. That's where the meal comes in at. Oh, the man comes home from work. The woman already is cooking or the woman already has a meal ready. So that warm comfort, that welcoming, that the feminine nature being the woman, the feminine being being the woman has for the masculine man who just came home from a a long day's work. It's the small things. Remember, I said that earlier. It's always the small things that 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 make an actual difference in the long run. These so-called big things are just things that we come up with. It's imagination and it's thoughts and all of it's bullshit. It means nothing. Love is so subjective that I can tell you that love don't exist and believe it because your love or what you would consider to be love could just be bullshit. And it can just be something that benefits you. And it's nothing that you can display and nothing that you can do to benefit the partner or benefit the other person. Most women have that way of thinking. And the reason why I said, quote unquote, partner. Is because from a woman's point of view. This can also be useful towards other women. See, guys, guys are more direct and a term that if a guy is trying to cross you, most men are so aware of it and so used to dealing with those type of people that they can point it out right away. With how certain people act and how certain people move. You always hear the story are just these, not really in an analogy, but more or less a story of the person that will steal from you and will help you look for the item that they really have. It's like one of those situations where most people are, they're, they're wise beyond their, beyond their years. So they've seen that situation happen within other people and learn from that without even having to experience it. You feel me? So it's almost like their third eye is open from the get-go. They're already starting to put two and two together right away. And... With these with these black pill guys, they don't they don't even have I don't think these guys have a third eye. Right. And let's let's just get all the spooky shit out of the way. Third eye for me, let's just use third eye for insight. I don't want people to think I'm on some new age shit, but third eye, let's just use third eye for insight. So when I say the third eye, I mean, you 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 are seeing what's taking place from a different perspective, but it's a perspective that's still within you. It's nobody else's perspective. It's still your views, 
but you're seeing things from a different angle, from a different perspective, from a different mindset. And you can just break down. You can almost just almost mentally and psychologically break down the BS and the bullshit that comes from others is the bullshit that was once within you. And sometimes it's still the bullshit and the hell that lives within you. Because very little people will experience heaven on earth. But all of us have experienced a personal hell on earth. And it's the hell from our thoughts and our ego and our emotions. As human beings, we could do without all of those things. Without without emotions, you wouldn't have anger. You would have love. Love would still exist because love is essentially logical. Love is love should never be emotional from a man. Men should expect this from women that it's emotional because that's just how women are. It should never be as emotional for a man as it is for a woman. When a man loves a woman more, he is more fragile. His ego is already broken from his thoughts of never wanting to lose the woman and being willing to do everything and anything to keep the woman. So he's going to keep simping and he's going to keep putting her on a pedestal and she's going to get tired of him quickly. That improving yourself, becoming better, learning something, working on your status, working on your career is just a distraction from the fact that you look bad then you have some serious, serious problems. And you should even consider getting some professional help with it. Because this is not just a toxic (laughs) mentality. This seems really messed up. And some... I think telling the guy that there's better ways to go about it. I don't know if this guy's a professional. I doubt he's a professional because the way he said that was kind of harsh. I mean, let's be honest. If some guy, if a guy is claiming black pill, and at one time, the type of content I would talk about, I would categorize it black pill because most guys, like like even, even like Kevin Samuels at the end of his life, he did, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, he did. But um, at the end of his life, he kind of became a little, he, he kind of got more, dark as well no pun intended he black <clears throat> he black no pun intended um but he became what i like to call burgundy pill and burgundy pill is still red pill but it's also that harsh reality that comes with it right like yeah when you get older you'll get more attention from women but you don't know specific what type of women that is specifically for me it's mainly just ex-girlfriend right for for another guy it'll be something different depending on what he's doing and where he's at in life um when when you can claim to change a person without knowing a person and just going off of what a person's saying especially a quote-unquote black pill guy that And like I said, the black pill brick wall being this mindset that it's like this thought that you're doomed for this reason, for that reason, and for whatever. And I don't tell people, hey, don't be a doomer. Don't be black pilled. Be whatever the fuck you intend to be. 
but just be just be in a better spirit about doing it. That's all. Cause me, I'm doing the same shit I was doing last year, but I'm making more and I'm doing more. Well, I'm making more and technically doing less. And I really can't complain about nothing at all. How I felt last year, it was just, it was the last, I would call it my last bout with loneliness. And in itself, that this could be an episode in itself, but I'll go over it briefly because I'm done with the video. Shout out to uh, that guy, though. Forgot his name. I think I mentioned it in the beginning, but I think he mentioned it, too. I'm black. I'm slow. I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> it was my last bout or sort of my last struggle with quote unquote loneliness. I no longer believe in loneliness. I only believe in isolation and solitude. And I understand the negative effects of both. But unlike a lot of people, I also understand the positive aspects. And within certain people with certain brains, there's certain level of creativity. Um, there's some level. It's, it's undescribable, right? That where being by yourself is more beneficial than being with people. And I've reached that point, but I haven't reached like a complete like antisocial, but I, I'm very socially selective. And when I talk about being socially selective, I literally mean <clears throat> having a particular type or group of people that you deal with. You're not you're not a people person in terms of an every people person. You're a people person in terms that you're a common, <clears throat> you're common, you're raised with values, morals, and ethics. But at the same time, you understand that you're different from the next person, but you may be similar to other people. And depending on if you have an opportunity to interact with different people and be able to conversate with different people, you would have a different perspective too. But some people are closed-minded. Other people are other people are open-minded. The trick of the trick of the trick of the old the whole open-minded, closed-minded situation is <clears throat> as fucked up as it sounds. It's usually the closed-minded people who are actually better off in the long run. And the reason being is someone who's open-minded may be easier to manipulate. Someone who's open-minded may be someone easier to use. And then the person who's closed-minded, although he may be looked at as a jerk, he's better off because he, at the very least, isn't lost in the groups. And what happens when you become open-minded to open-minded is, is you become a follower of other things. You don't lead your path. You don't let God give you the navigation to lead your path. You feel high and mighty. You want to play God. You want to be the person to um, take control. And you can't. That's why I can't stand atheists. No disrespect. But I really can't deal with them. I deal with Jews. Muslims. 
those of the Islamic faith, Christians, Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses. I don't give a shit. Respect. I really don't. I don't care. Because like I said, I already talked about religion and how I feel about religion. And I want to I don't want to drive that home too deep. But I just don't follow all of it. I mean, I was raised Christian. I'm I'm like almost near a church that I was that was I was raised most of my teenage years in. Right. But I never really cared much for the church per se. Right. <clears throat> and a lot of people, you know, Bible thumpers. Oh, shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson. He black. That's where I got that from. And uh, when he talks about uh, BLM and how it's found by a uh, radical black lesbians, that's what he came up with. That guy. It's also white history month that's been um, created by Jesse Lee Peterson as well. And I do acknowledge uh, white history month because I have enough uh, family members. Not they're not 100 percent, but throughout the bloodline, uh, Irish relatives from down south. I think I talked about that in the episode before. Shout out to Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Got some fam down there country folk, borderline country folk, uppity niggas. <clears throat> but uh the the black pill brick wall, man, is a it's a very interesting concept that I came up with because it is a wall that is created by those men who not all of them, cuz like I said, most most guys who are known who are black pill, they're really just red pill guys in disguise. Are they like the black pill likes to call out MGTOW as um, incels in denial. And I think that's false for a lot of reasons. But more importantly, I think a lot of the black pill content creators are really red pill content creators in denial. It's just they because of because of pickup artists. And the fact that people look at pickup artists as red pill, which they're peasants at best. They're pussy peasants. What the? What the? Despicable. Pussy peasant. They out here putting pussy on a pedestal. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. I mean, it's embarrassing. Really is. Now, what do you got left? A bunch of so-called black pill content creators, but are they black pill? What is black pill? The black pill is really just a side effect of the red pill. And I know this is going to sound bad, and I personally don't give a fuck. I'm going to say it how I like to say it. The black pill is the side effect of the red pill. What do I mean by this? Well, there's a saying that I like to say and a saying that I hear a lot of old heads. That's a term for old black folk in my part. A lot of the old heads will say everything ain't for everybody, right? The wrong people can get their hands on this information and use it against you or damage themselves, taking everything to the extreme or being literal with everything, not understanding humor, not understanding a joke, getting offended by everything, 
taking everything word for word, trying to plagiarize shit, trying to player hate, trying to pocket watch niggas, and all types of madness. They're like hoes, dude. It's embarrassing. Men. It's like, what is what is a man? It's almost like it's fucked up. I got to be like the black Matt Walsh. What is a man? Shit, we talk about what is a woman because, you know, all these Transformers and shit, Decepticons and whatnot. But shit, what is a man? You know, a woman is always going to a woman. A woman can and always will be judgmental about that conversation. Or what is a man? Well, a man is someone who can provide for me. A man can do this. A man can do that. A man's not a broke nigga. A man gonna hold a uh, a man gonna hold a bitch down. That's all. See, that's all. See, that's what for a woman it's 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 subjective as well. But see, with women, you as a man, you can't critique a bitch. When you critique a bitch, you become a man hater. I mean, a woman hater. You become a misogynist. You become toxic. Oh, you're talking about self self development, self improvement, and not putting women on a pedestal, not treating a woman like she's God. Oh, that that can't that can't be. These bitches, man. They have zero respect for men going forward. And I've been saying this for the past two years, that the respect women have for men have gotten lower and lower. And now it's rock bottom. And don't get it twisted. The men feel the same way. I'm almost a part of the opposition because at this point, I kind of see the extreme on both ends. But it's definitely more extreme on the part of women because women have the authority. Women have the government. Women have society to back them up. The only thing man has, if he's a believer, is the faith in God. The freedom of speech to say what's on his mind. And regardless of the fucking, um, you know, constitution, the right to defend himself at all costs. Other than that, what is there? You got too many men shielding and putting these worthless bitches on a pedestal, man. I got to keep bringing this home because these incels. Really, what's the difference between black pill and incel? Is there a difference between black pill and incel? Let's find out. Just in case, because if I get cut off, then I'll just stop. I'll know that I'll at least have an hour and some change. I want to see something. Black pill. Incel. I want to see if, it, if, if there's a difference. New America, newamerica.org, misogynist, incel, and male supremacist. Red pill to black pill. All right, we're going through that tomorrow.
We're going through that tomorrow. I'm going to keep that page open. We're going to go through that tomorrow. There's an article we're going to go through tomorrow morning. Because Friday is going to be my Freestyle Friday, so I'll mention a little politics as well. I wasn't going to mention politics until the weekend, but there is a lot of different shit going on. Dealing with these uh, politicians and whatnot that I need to go over. But that that brick wall is really a structure, and I got to drive this home because it is 11.45 p.m., and I still have food and this air dryer in the house that I haven't ate that's probably been heated up now for... Well, it's done. It's been done, but I have to reheat it now. What the? But um, jalapeno poppers, yo. What y'all niggas know about jalapeno poppers? With the cream cheese in the in the middle, not the cheddar. That shit's too hot, man. But anyway, that that whole idea that a guy, a man, really creates his own. He creates his own barrier. He creates his own obstacle. He becomes his own obstacle. He gets in the way of his happiness. He get in the way of his success. The man that looks back at him in the mirror is the one responsible for his shortcomings. But the main difference is between a man and a woman is the men are more whether whether he likes it or not, he's more he's more known to be accountable. Where there'll be some time in his life where he looks back and goes damn, I should have been more on point about this or that, or I admit I was wrong about this situation and I should have did this better. I should have did that better. And a man doesn't necessarily beat himself up over that. He takes it on the chin and he looks at it as a learning experience. And from that little learning experience, he takes that and builds off of that. You know what I mean? And that learning experience that he builds off of, it benefits him more so in the long run. So now when he gets into a relationship or when he goes back out there or when he decides to not go back out there again, he doesn't look back at those situations as something bad, but as something he learned from and something that he won't do going forward. But there's people that are able, and I'm still sticking with what I said, there's people that are unable to face that reality. So by taking the red pill and by listening to the wrong content creators, the side effect of the red pill, the side effect of the red pill, considering, you know, we're using the literal sense of pill, right? The side effect would be the black pill. The side effect would be the guy who shouldn't have came across the information and who shouldn't have came across the red pill because he has issues that he has to deal with himself. It's not just the issues of the women that he's been with. It's the fact that he's the one that chose to be with those women and he doesn't have the reality. It's not, it, it doesn't register with him. He just wants to play victim. He wants to blame people for his shortcomings. And these are guys who, unlike most men who take accountability, they're not willing to do that 
without pointing the finger. All right. But that's the reality. A lot of black pill guys, they're just red pill in denial. And on top of that, um, the black pill is only a side effect of the red pill. The black pill wouldn't be the black pill without the red pill. Logically, from the movie The Matrix, there wasn't a black pill in the movie The Matrix. There was only the red pill and the blue pill and the representation of both and the meaning of both and the storyline of both without the black pill. If it wasn't for any pills, they would just be doomers, like I said earlier. But I don't know if that's offensive to them or not. I'm sure Doomer is a lot better than Encel, in my personal opinion. Although Doomers don't necessarily have to be Encel or Virgins, for that matter. So, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm glad I'm able to record this. I find it important because... Like me personally, I don't I don't look at like black pill guys as the problem when it comes to really anything. I just think their reactions and the way they go about things for themselves as human beings is a little too harsh. They tend to beat themselves up a little too much. And I'm saying that just out of care and consideration for them. Pause. Because I do believe You know, look, for me, for example, with this podcast, it's a lot of ways that I can talk about things that I would traditionally not talk about with most of the people that I'm around besides a selected group of people. And when I say group, I mean the group is scattered. But if all these people were in one area, that would be the group of people I would talk to. And I'm not around those group of people because those people are out and about, they're moving around, they're working, they got crazy hours, you know, whatever the situation is. But I just gotten so comfortable pretty much just in my own company. You know, not really um, not shut in, but at the same time not out and about and just, you know, center of attention, none of that BS. I like to be low-key. And I love to act broke. It's a hobby of mine. But the guys who who identify as the black pill, I understand that there's so many different variations of it that it can pretty much mean anything. But I mean, the guys who are doomers about, about relationships and women, bitches ain't shit respectfully. And I don't say this with women. Women ain't shit, but I mean, bitches ain't shit. I say that because most of these guys, they just love, they lust after women and they don't know nothing about the woman. They don't even risk, they don't even take the risk of trying to conversate with the woman to even know what she's about before putting her in such a high place in his mind. And where they're saying the woman lives rent free in the man's mind, he'll look at that woman as something that she is absolutely not. But because he never communicated with her, how would he know? What the? 
like I said, for me, being around enough women, I just realized that there's a lot of women that I don't, that I'm not compatible with, and I don't try to force compatibility. You feel me? That's like trying to connect the Xbox controller to a PS5. What the fuck wrong with you? What are you, high? This nigga on PCP. But see, that's the reality of it is these men have been the cause (coughs) of a lot of the women and the way that they act and the way that they go about dealing with men. They have little to no respect for the men. So it's easy for those women to run over the men. And when they see a guy who's a quote-unquote incel or a guy who's black pill, that's an easy target for a woman. So a woman can play that guy and be cold as fuck about it. And see, women women are so gangster with it because they have that exterior to not be that way. <laughs> see, they have that exterior to sort of will you in with her beauty, with her attraction. And then in the long run, she pretty much, you know, sabotages you. You know what I mean? Does what she needs to do. She gets what she needs and, and she and she proceeds. Bars. I'm black. Anyway. To those black pillars out there, man. Stay away from the noose. Don't eat a bullet. Don't rope dance. Don't skydive without the parachute. Right? Don't do that. Um I can't tell you anything and I'm not going to give you advice. Whatever your problems are, those are your problems and those problems are from within. No source on the outside can help your problems. But you. But most of these guys don't believe in God, so it's like I don't know what to tell y'all niggas, man. Respectfully. I've been through enough shit to appreciate life through the grace of God and only through the grace of God. Most most men, and for the men who, who feel opposite, they're the ones who are high and mighty. Oh, I don't need a God to do this and do that. And they're in a miserable situation. But their ego... And their emotions don't allow them to see reality for what it is. And and to acknowledge the evil and the wickedness is in everybody. But it's more important for those to acknowledge it and to see it for what it is and prevent it than those who believe. And, and, And I used to be one of those people. And there is good versus evil. Don't get it wrong. But people aren't that. Meaning... People aren't good or evil. People have the spiritual battle of good and evil within them. The evil in their thoughts, the evil of the devil, the evil of the ego and emotions, and the spirit of God, the spirit that's within you, your true identity. But these, but these other niggas, they're atheists. These black pill niggas, they're atheists. So they're bugged out. So these niggas are on their own. 
they literally are on their own because that's how they look at it. That's how they want to look at it. They want to be gods and shit. So be a miserable, depressed god. Or know thyself. Because other than that, you'll just always be a victim. You'll be no different than these hoes complaining about men. You'll be, you'll just be a man hoe complaining about these whores. What the? But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, since it's almost midnight, Jersey Judah with another episode and another edition of the Crimson. I said the Crimson. What the? The Crimson Capsule Chapel. I am signing the fuck out. I am not forgetting the red pill to black pill article. Do I still have this shit on here? I do still have it open on here. So I'm going to save that article and I'm going through that tomorrow morning. But until then, I'm out. Peace.